All right, so I'm going to talk about well-founded roads. We want to, and, yeah? I'm not doing that till way later. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't tell you to go up there. You, 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 you said, when you're ready, you said, when you're ready, I'll go up there. But I never said I'm ready. Oh. Long time. We got some things going. He's just excited because he knows what's in that bag. He knows. So a couple of weeks ago, John goes, what are you going to preach on? And I said, I don't know. So I handed him my phone, and my phone has like 100 messages. They might just be a title. It might be one word. It might be a paragraph of things God's been speaking to me. And I said, you can choose anything in blue. I haven't spoke on that. So, so John, John chose this. So if you don't like the message, I said you can blame him. But he only got one line to choose from. I guarantee you guys this is going to be, this, this is going to be a, I like this message, you're going to feel good. This is a feel-good time to come. Not like some of those were like, all right, I'm getting a little correction so I can grow. We ain't weeding nothing today, all right? How many of you guys like that? I like a little harvest once in a while. We need to sometimes prune, we need to trim, we need to weed, but sometimes we like to just harvest. So, so I was talking about, I was thinking about roads, and I thought, you know, when you're building something, you build, you build slow so that you can move fast. When I started thinking about roads, we think about different types of roads. We have dirt roads, and you have secondary roads, and you have like highways, expressways. And like when they're building a new highway, you're like, okay, there's five years of my life. I can't go that way because it's going to take them that long to like, they got to dig everything up. And you're thinking, why are you digging two stories down to make a road? And have you seen some? They do dig down to set the foundation so that road will withstand heavy trucks, lots of traffic. And so it takes a lot of time to build strong roads. You got a two track, you can just take a tractor with a bed spring on it and run through the ground. I, I mean, I mean, all you country people like, that's how we grade roads. We take an old bed spring and we hook it to the back of a truck and we run around with it. <laughs> See, for those of you that don't know, there used to be these little metal coils inside mattresses. It's so true. Now I just order my bed in a bag, and then it comes in this big, and I open it up, and it goes like this. It's crazy. So, But, yeah, so it needs to have all of these different layers. You need to take out anything that is not solid under the ground. If, they're, if it's wet, if it's marshy, they, they take all that out. They put layer after layer to make these really strong roads that can withstand heavy traffic, can withstand heavy equipment. And then you have back dirt roads, you know? They don't really do a lot. Sometimes you're driving, you're like, oh, this is fun. I'm driving on a back dirt road. And it's like washed out. You're like, oh, we're going to die. You ever been that? You go, and it's like, it's not like washed out like this. It's like this. It's like two feet deep. You're like, I'm going to lose my car in there. You know, they get sandy, the edge of the road. You know, I mean, a lot of things can happen with dirt roads. My husband's like, let's drive down here. I'm like, huh? Like, do we have anywhere to go? Do we have cell service? You know, because we have roadside. But dirt roads, they don't really take a lot. They're bumpy. They get washed out. You, one year you might be able to drive down it, the next you might not. This is kind of the way to, they're not really made to withstand. It's just dirt and gravel, and if water comes, it can get washed away pretty easy. So when I started thinking about that, roads take us places. You know, they build an infrastructure for us to go or to grow. They add to our life, so it's building. So I started asking God about this a little bit, and um, so this isn't about roads, but just like roads, Jesus taught us about building a good base, a good foundation. And he was talking about building houses, 
but it was really what he was talking about here. I'm going to read in Matthew 7 if anybody wants to follow along. I'm going to read in Matthew 7 about um, having a secure foundation. So if you want to read along, I'm going to start in 24. This is the New King James Version. It says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall because it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on the house, and it fell, and it was a great fall. We've probably heard that before, right? So I thought, yeah, that's really great. When he's talking about my words, he's not just talking about the words he's speaking right there. He's talking about the word of God. So what if you heard it like this? I'm going to read it from the message, okay? This one's a little bit, it says, these words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life. It's not just an accident. It says, these are, they're not just home improvements for your standard of living. He's not saying, well, just to make it a little better, live this way. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who builds his house on a solid rock. Rain will pour down, the rivers will be flooded, tornadoes hit, but nothing moves that house. It was fixed on the rock. Verse 26. But if you just, come on, just prepare your heart for this. But if you just use my words in your Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who builds his house on the sandy beach. When the storms roll in and the waves come up, it collapses like a house of cards. I like that translation a lot more. Because you know how many, like, well, I went to church, I went to Bible study, I opened my Bible one time. But does it, is that the foundation of your life? Can people read the Bible when you are present? When you walk into a room, do people rep see Jesus because you built, that is your life? Or are you going to Bible studies and going home and they're like, there's that house of cards? So our foundation, he's saying, your foundation needs to be built well. It needs to be firm. It needs to be kept up. It needs to be kept up. It's not like, read the Bible, did the Bible in a year one time. is great. I need a lot. That's right. Dust off your Bible. You know, it needs to be kept up. It needs to be maintained so that your life doesn't just crumble at the first sign of trouble, adversity, and offense. Because those things are going to happen. Sometimes daily. Any of you guys have coworkers? Yeah. Guess what? They have different opinions than you. And you got to be around them all day long. How many of you guys have families? You have more than one child, and you're like, how did I get these two children out of the same two people? You're like, this, how, what in the world? Yeah, we have different opinions of thing, ways to do things, right? There's going to be trouble. Things are going to happen. Some of, them, some of the troubles we've made, and then we got to fix them. Some of the troubles just happen because we live in a fallen world, and the enemy's like, I don't like you because you love the Lord. Yep. So I'm going to talk about, so if your life's a mess in a lot of areas or one area or just an area, you're like, well, it's not really messy, but it's getting there. Or i just been pushing the clutter aside. So 
think about, okay, so let's say, I'm gonna just put out some things, because I just want you to be getting your, your um, wheels turning. So let's say my marriage is struggling. Or maybe it's not even struggling, maybe it's just been good, it's just floating. But it's, if you're like, I want a great marriage, I want this, like, I want to be able to be like, I can't wait to see this person, I love them, I want to spend time with them, I want to be with them all the time. You know, maybe it's, you just want that. And I start thinking about, like, if our marriage is struggling, whose foundation are you on? You won't struggle on God's foundation. There's times me and Matt, we step out of God's foundation for our marriage, and it is not fun. I'm thinking, why did I choose this person? <laughs> you know, he's probably thinking that of me, too, right? Because we decided that we're not going to stand on There's times, right? There is times when we're like, I'm going on the sand right now. Because in the sand, I can get my way. I can be pushy. It can be about me. If you are married, you're like, mm-hmm. We're not saying amen to it. We're saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> but whose foundation is, are you on? Did you set it up on the enemy's land? So think about your marriage, or maybe it's your second marriage, or maybe it's your third marriage, and you're thinking, why does this keep happening? Whose land are you setting it up on? If it started with premarital sex and cheating and all these other things, you set it up on the enemy's land, and then you're like, God, what are you doing? God's like, you chose to set up on the enemy's land. So let's say you're saying, I did that. I didn't know. I didn't know it was the enemy's land. I didn't even know of God before that. You know, super easy. Repent. You repent, that rips up that foundation. Repent, ask God to forgive you. You know he does. He always forgives you. And start putting a new foundation in Christ, and you will have a marriage that is founded on the rock, which is Jesus. Okay, so don't be like, well, I'm already there. I already messed this up. Oh, my marriage is already here. This is already going on. It doesn't matter. Rip up the icky dirt road. Take the time. You know what time is? I'm going to be selfless every single day, even though that person is being selfish. So if you're in a marriage, and this person's being selfish, and God's like, you know how you can fix that? You be selfless, and you say nothing about the selfish person. Is that hard or what? It is hard. Any of you guys are married are thinking, yep, I've been on both sides. But God said he, could, he is faithful and just to forgive us so we can have that. And we should strive towards that. You say, well, it's good. There's, nothing is in my life going to be good enough. I always want more than what God has for me. And I want to keep building on it. So, you know, and, and, and maybe it's like, oh, we started at this great foundation, but you didn't keep it up. God was there and you did it. You got married in the presence of, you know, witnesses that you were going to live a godly life together. You're going to come in union, but then you forgot to do any maintenance. We live in Michigan. What happens when you do not maintain the roads? That's the same for our foundations in Christ. We got to maintain it, we got to flood it with the word. Dave Beebe, when he came and spoke, it convicted my heart about the things that sometimes I say idly. He said, you know that you are going to get that because that's your words are so powerful. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they are. I have to be, you know, and I'm up here speaking or think, you guys think, no, I'm saying I got convicted by that word, and I was so happy that it was here because I'm thinking, you're right, I need to be careful with even just the, the small words I'm saying. So start, if, if that's you, maintain it. Just start maintaining it. Easiest thing to do, take the word of God. We're going to give you things to help and do that. So maybe it's finances. Maybe you're like, I don't know about tithe. Do I tithe? Do I give? No, then why are you mad at when the enemy comes and steals from you? 
Why are you mad when there's nothing in the storehouse? You didn't put anything in there. <laughs> God, why is my storehouse empty? God's like, I, I told you exactly that when you put me first and I see where your heart is, that it's always going to be, your vats will be full and your barns will be overflowing. But you didn't put anything in there when you opened the barns. It was empty. That's a Malachi, if you're wondering where I got that reference from. Um, but we got to get that firm foundation. What does God say about that? What does God say about that? I know in our family, it's like we didn't have all the tools. We had a couple tools about finances. But when we started with our kids, we're like, we're taking what we know in God. We spent almost five years, I think it was, where we just, we probably listened to the same teachings, trainings on finances for five years, over and over, every single day. This is not like, oh, I listened to it once. That was just so good. Every single day, we wrote it out. We taped it to our car until it got so, this, like, we would tape scripture to our car. That's why I can memorize things like Luke 638. It's a long verse. Given, it will be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall men pour into your bosom with the same measure you measure, measured back to you. We know that verse because we read it 10 times a day for years. Now, I just said it, but how many of you guys could repeat it after one time? No, you can't because it has to get inside you. That's a foundation. We laid it, we laid it, we laid it, we laid it. So if you're struggling there, start laying the foundation, what God's word says. And for us, it's like we knew these things. We laid the foundations. Our kids got to start at our ceiling was their floor. So your next generation, your ceiling was their floor. How good is that? I just have something here that I just felt like God said in that. Quit giving your kids everything. Quit giving your kids everything. Make them work for some things. Make them understand that God says a little sleep, a little slender, a little folding of the hands. You're making your kids trust in you and not God. Make them work and understand that when we are good stewards, it comes back to us. Okay. All right. What's next? Oh, commitment. Oh, gosh. What did I just do? If you're committing more time, more energy to the world... Then God, then sand's going to come and wash that away. Well, it seems like when things happen, I just can't handle it. Well, how much time did you spend with God, and how much time did you do running your kids around, you know, at work, watching TV, being on your phone, doing all the things that you want to do, which are all, none of those are bad. None of those are bad, but what we're committed to, oh, I can't show up for church. I can't show up for Bible study. I can't show up to read my kids the word of God before they go to bed, but I can be on my phone and I can be on Instagram and I can be on TikTok and I can do that, but I can't go and pray with my kids for 10 minutes and lay hands on them before they go to sleep. Where your commitment because the sand will wash it away. The same goes for honor, faith, you know, if your kids are out of control or, or not. If, better, if you want better relationships, if you work, are you a lazy person? Are you hoping that you can always get rich quick? We are already rich in Christ, so I don't need to worry about He says he'll meet all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, so I'm not going to really worry about that. I'm just going to be a good steward of whatever he puts in my hand. Don't be lazy. Manifestation of gifts. Why don't I see them? It seems like everybody else has all these gifts that God's given them. It seems like they can just they can just prophesy, and you know what? They have the gift of faith. You know, they just say something, and it happens. They lay hands on people. They get healed. You know, it seems like you know they just have a real charismatic spirit. I just don't have any of these gifts. You know, why am I not seeing them? 
Well, is there a foundation for them to land? It takes time. It takes time, it takes layers to build something strong, right? How many of you guys remember, like, in the 90s, they started coming out with this, like, it was cool to have blow-up furniture? <laughs> <laughs> Notice that it's still not around, right? Because furniture, furniture that costs you $10 and you blow up is not going to last than somebody who took an oak tree and planed it down and took time and built it. That's going to last, you know, generations. No one's going to be like, hey, let me just, you know, you're going to inherit all my blow-up furniture. <laughs> no one says, oh, this was grandma's blow-up couch. <laughs> we just got to take care. No, it takes time. It takes time to build something strong and durable that can withstand all the junk. So in saying that, that was a lot of fun getting stuff. If you have questions about those things, you can ask. Um, because every single one of those that we gave you, we have read, we have done, we have listened to. So, um, but here's what I want you to do with them. If you got a book or you got an audio or you're getting an audio, um, what I need you to do is actually don't just read it once or confess it once. Meditate on it day and night. You meditate on the Word of God. And, you know, all of them have scripture in there, things like that underlying things that you're like, that was for me. When you're reading it, read it with the presence of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit says, see that line in that book? That was meant for you. That was wrote exactly for you. Underline it so you can go back. You know what? I like to take pictures of my phone and then I can have it pop up every day or things like that. Put it on your mirror. But I want you to actually confess. Confess it every day. Do it for days, months, weeks, years if you have to. Some of y'all are in such a deep pit in some areas that you got to get that foundation. And, it, and don't be discouraged because it's like, well, I've been doing it for two months. Well, it took you 20 years to get there. You have a foundation in the enemy's land that's 20 years old, and you th God can do it in a moment. But it's our heart and our character that chooses how fast we go, okay? So if you want to go fast, continually meditate on it, listen to it, begin to, like I said, don't just listen to it that was a great bible say no apply it to your life okay so those things and you can ask questions about it but i just want and then also the other thing is open the door with thanksgiving and praise 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 that means when you come here to worship you worship raise your hands open the doors with thanksgiving and praise god i receive everything you're giving me everything you said for me i believe that you are the rock you are the foundation and that i have the ability to walk in that thank you thank you thank you thank you for what you have done thank you what you're going to do before you read a book pick it up and say lord i just thank you that you have given me a mind to comprehend everything in here I, you have given me a mind to know what is from you what is not i thank you lord that when i read this book on prayer lord that i'm going to come out a prayer warrior and not only that that i'm going to have enough overflow that i'm going to be able to give it away to others okay can you guys do that? It's fun getting free stuff, isn't it? But you know, that's because in Christ we're free. We should not keep the word from anybody. If it is something that can build their life, give it away. If you have wisdom, give it away to people. Don't hoard it. If you have something, like I said, that, that marriage book, we would not have been married if we hadn't learned that. 
because life gets hard, doesn't it? You have throw kids in there. The more kids you throw in, crazier it gets. <laughs> they all have these needs. And I also, if you're like, I want to do, I also have some um, study guides for it, too. So if you're like, I'm, I like to do study guides if you're that person. Um, I'm that person, so. <laughs> but if you're like, no, nah, I just like to flow through it and read. And just, If you're a Graham cook, you won't like the study guide. But if you're, <laughs> but who, who's a person? If you're more like a Chris Valton, he likes to do study guides for everything. No, Danny Silk. Danny Silk is a study guide guy. So, all right. So. Confess it, read it, because dirt roads, they can be fun for a season. I'm going to take this little dirt road. You're mudding, you're doing good until you get stuck, until you get broke down, and you don't have John as your neighbor. <laughs> Not everybody has John. You know, if, this if this was a representation, the road would be the foundation in Christ, and John would have been the Holy Spirit if I'm on a dirt road, <laughs> you know, coming in, and the Holy Spirit comes up. You know, <laughs> John, he's a number. He is a good friend to have. He a, he's a great friend, you know what? He's a great kingdom family, too. But we, those dirt roads, they might be fun thinking, oh, I can just do it my way. It doesn't really matter. I don't need to take the time in this. It looks good right now. Well, then a storm came, and now it's muddy, now it's floody, and you're stuck, and you can't get out. No, we want to have that firm foundation that's not going to crumble, not going to wash away, that's not going to break down. You're not going to fall out of love with someone. You're not going to get so annoyed. You're not going to let a fence come in and break apart families, break apart churches, break apart relationships. We're not going to do that. We're going to actually, you know, we're not going to have holes. Um, we're going to get a firm foundation, and we're going to put the layers in, and, and, and in each, each area of our life. Sometimes you, have, you need to put some layers here. Sometimes it's there. Start in one area and then just keep building. That's what we do with a firm foundation. It's all founded on Christ. As long as it's founded on Christ, it will just get stronger and stronger and stronger. So let's make these roads in our lives that between us and eternity strong that can withstand anything. If we put it on eternity, it can, eternity in Christ, it can withstand anything. And that's what I'm asking you. So our families will be blessed to the thousandth generation. That's what we want. So if you're like, well, I haven't done that. I just come to church. Quit just coming to church. Build, 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 build. You guys have that. This is equipping. This is what we're supposed to do. We want to equip you. If you're like, there was something there that I didn't raise my hand for and I really needed, then just come to us and say, I should have raised my hand or I really need that. Can you get that to me? We want to equip you. And we have our whole library. And I'm constantly... I, giving stuff away because, you know, I want people to live in that fullness of Christ. Don't you guys want each other? Don't you want to see other people? So 